You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 272. So how do high achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, how are you doing today? So I was on a walk this morning and I was thinking about overcoming resentment. A lot of you ask me where I get my podcast ideas from. And honestly, they come from the self-coaching that I do on myself and they come from my clients. And today... They just kind of came together. Um, This week, I had that kind of theme come up in my calls, and I had it come up for me in my coaching practice. And I wanted to share with you how I work through those feelings of resentment. This is such a great topic, I think, because we all feel resentment from time to time. We all feel anger. And a lot of times we don't see a way out. We think we just have to grin and bear it. And I want to share with you that it doesn't have to be that way. So this morning I was checking in with myself, doing my morning practices, and I just asked myself these questions like, hey, how are you feeling this morning? And I noticed this morning I was a little on edge. I was a little resentful, a little angry, but I didn't really know what was going on. And then I realized, oh, I want things to be a certain way. And when they're not the way I want them exactly, I throw a little tantrum in my head. We all do that. And it's okay. But if we don't notice it, if we don't pay attention, then we can't resolve anything. These little tantrums that we have, they feel horrible. And if you're familiar with resentment or feeling like you just want what you want when you want it, and then you don't get it, you get angry. And I'm sure you've experienced this because we all do. You know, it just feels horrible. And for me, I feel it in my shoulders. I feel it in my chest. I feel like this gripping sensation. I have shallow breath. I notice my behavior too. Like I notice I have this urge to want to lash out at pretty much everything. Even if I'm holding it inside, I just notice like I'm just angry. You know, I just, I'm just so annoyed. And this is one of the biggest problems with resentment when we don't address it is how we show up in the world and how it really impacts how other people are interacting with us. And then we just feel guilty because we are just behaving badly a lot of the times. I notice when I'm resentful, I'm less patient, I'm more easily annoyed, and it's easier for me to anger, right? It's much easier for me to get from zero to 10 on the anger scale, right? And so when I start noticing these things happening, when I start noticing these feelings inside, I investigate not with judgment or telling myself I'm wrong for feeling this way, just curiosity. It's really easy for us to judge our feelings as wrong or bad, especially if you grew up and people told you, you know, you should be, you should be nice, you should be kind, you shouldn't, you should be grateful. Like just know that we have the spectrum of feelings. Otherwise, we wouldn't have them if God didn't intend them, right? So just know if you feel negative, if you feel dread, if you feel um, all of these different feelings we might just like talk about as negative, that you're just a human. 
I was talking to a client earlier in the week and she was noticing that she was feeling angry. And when we investigated, she discovered she had a belief that her partner wasn't wasn't picking up the slack in their relationship. And she was telling herself she had to do everything. And of course, our thoughts create our reality. So if we're thinking that, we're going to take actions to prove that thought true and the result is going to be reflected from the thought. So she was thinking, I have to do everything. So of course she was picking up the slack and doing all the things, right? She was doing things she didn't have to do and telling herself she had to do them. And she also felt really guilty. She felt guilty Um, Because she knows that her partner loves her and that her partner's amazing. And logically, she knew she didn't have to do everything, but her brain was telling her otherwise. So we have this fight going on in our head sometimes. I just want to share it with you that we'll have this part of us that says, logically, I know I shouldn't feel this way. And then we have another part of our brain that says, yes, I feel this way. I am angry. I am resentful. And things should be different. And we tend to demonize the part of us that wants things to be different. And so rather than do that, what we want to do is we want to bring those two voices together and and create a conversation. So for my client, she had this fight going on in her head. She was telling herself she shouldn't feel resentful, that she shouldn't feel angry, and that that just was not the right way to feel about things. But she was also telling herself that she wasn't doing or that he wasn't doing enough and that things should be different. So that conflict keeps us frozen in inaction. We don't change anything. And instead, we just follow the belief, the thought that we have. In her case, it was that I need to do everything. So then she was, of course, doing everything she could except have the conversation she needed to have. And we'll get to that in a moment. So we can't even access our problem-solving abilities when we're here, when we're frozen in this inaction, and we usually tell ourselves to just get over it and deal with it. You've probably experienced that. And unless you have the skills I'm about to share with you in this episode, you're going to just stay frozen. So the very first thing that we have to recognize is feeling angry, feeling resentful is normal. If we don't allow ourselves to accept, acknowledge, allow those feelings of resentment and anger or frustration and annoyance, then we can't get to the next step, which I'm going to share with you in just a minute. So the very first step here is letting it be okay that you are angry. And that's what I did this morning. I just said, okay, well, clearly I totally understand why I feel this way. I'm not getting what I want. And I want things to be different. I didn't fight it. I didn't argue with it. I didn't tell myself I was bad or wrong for wanting something different. So once you've allowed yourself to sit with and acknowledge that you feel resentful or angry, just breathe with it, right? Nothing's gone wrong. You are a human being who feels feelings. Congratulations. You're not a bad person. You're just human. So then we get to step two, and that is asking what it is you really want allowing yourself to go there. Just even if you think it's not possible, allow yourself to go there and get really specific about what you want. When I was thinking about recording this episode, I was thinking about a couple instances with friends. And one of them was, oh, it was years ago, my dear, dear friend, he and I were out getting coffee and I was not giving him my full attention, but I didn't realize it, right? I was in my own little world. I was just thinking about something fun I was doing. And I noticed my friend was behaving strangely. He was quieter than usual. He didn't acknowledge a request that I made. He was being 
passive aggressive. Now, I was oblivious about what his problem was. I had zero idea in that moment. So I asked him and he said nothing. Okay. Now, I could have just stopped there. I could have just been like, well, okay, whatever his problem. But no, I really wanted to know what was going on. That In that moment, I wanted to know because I really didn't understand why he was behaving the way that he was behaving. And I wasn't angry. I was probably a little annoyed at the time, but I wasn't really angry. I was just like confused. And then I talked to him. I asked him again. And then he told me what was going on. And then we could resolve it because we had that conversation because I was really honest about what I wanted. And I didn't do it in a really mean way. I was just like, hey, like, seriously, I do want to know what's happening here. Now, he could have told me what he wanted, right? He could have told me, hey, I would like your undivided attention, please. But he didn't know how to do that, right? He was angry. He was resentful. (laughs) You know, he was in that moment where he couldn't problem solve. He was just frozen in an action. And the only thing he knew how to do in that moment was to give me the silent treatment. (laughs) So it only takes one person to help a relationship, my friend. (laughs) I want to share this with you because we could have perpetuated that and gone back and forth and both of us given us the silent treatment. But if just one person is like, hey... I I would really like to know what what's happening here like seriously then you can start creating that conversation and the ability for you maybe to both have what you want but it first takes one of you to ask for what you want and of course asking for what we want is not always so simple First, we need to know what we want. So many of us don't even ask ourselves that. But before we go there cuz we're going to talk about that. I want to highlight something here. Each of us are in our own little worlds. Other people may be feeling resentment and we aren't even paying attention to their behaviors. We we honestly are oblivious, right? We want to believe that they're just going to ask for what they want, but they can't always do that because they're not doing this kind of personal development work that you are. They, they're not listening to this podcast episode, okay? Not everybody has these skills. And also when you feel resentful, other people cannot read your mind. Thank goodness it doesn't work that way because I really wouldn't want someone to see inside my head all the time, okay? We just have to be honest with ourselves and then we have to be honest with the people around us. Even if we do personal development work, we have blind spots. I'm sure there's lots of behaviors my friends see in me that I don't notice, right? We're just too close to the problem. We can't see it. My friend, he's not a generally passive aggressive person. Like that doesn't happen all the time. But He was so close to the problem in that moment, he didn't understand his behavior and what issue it could be causing and how to get out of it. The moral of this story is just be patient and kind with yourself and be patient and kind with those around you. Now, now we can get to asking yourself what you want. Now, this seems like it would be simple, but it is not. I'd say 80% of the lawyers I work with don't know how to allow themselves to ask for what they want until they go through this exercise with me. And I walk myself through this exercise too, because my brain doesn't like to get specific because it sounds hard. And my brain sometimes gets scared to ask for what I want because it tells me it's not possible. And so just know that those are thoughts that can come up and to just Just give yourself the support that you need in this moment to really think about what it is you want and just allow yourself to like just dream about it. Even if you don't take action on it, just allow yourself to dream about it. So now that you know what you feel resentful about, 
what do you wish was different about that situation? So here's how that might look. You'll ask yourself something like, why am I feeling angry at my husband? And the answer might come back, oh, because I think he should be doing the laundry instead of watching TV. Why am I angry about going to work this morning? Oh, because I think my work schedule should be different or I don't like the way my clients talk to me. Why am I angry about my calendar? Oh, because I want more time built in for me instead of just work and running errands. And once you know what you wish was different, then you can do the next step, which is getting specific about what you want to happen. So instead of thinking, I wish my partner would pick up the slack, ask yourself specifically what you wish they would do. Do you want them to pick up after themselves uh, after they take a shower? Do you want them to do laundry on Sunday mornings? Do you want them to drive the kids to school, give the kids a bath at night? Instead of thinking, I wish I didn't have to work so much, ask yourself specifically what you wish your day would look like. Business owners, if you've gotten distracted, come back to me. This is especially important for you because you have the ability, you have much more flexibility in designing your day. And I even find myself getting caught up in this sometimes. Like I'll tell myself, oh, you know, my day should look like, you know, an eight hour day or a 10 hour day or whatever it is my brain's telling me. And I just have to remind myself, wait a minute, I created my own business so that I could create, design the life I want. And maybe that looks like taking two hours off in the middle of the day and taking a nap. Maybe that means working a half day on Thursday and a half day on Friday. Like I get to be flexible about that, but I can't even get there if I'm angry with the calendar because I think the calendar is preventing me from having what I want, right? Like I get to decide what I want and then implement it because I'm asking myself, what do I want? So ask yourself, If you want to schedule time to work on your business instead of always working in your business, do you want to schedule time to think about building a business while you're working full-time as a lawyer that's going to allow you to leave the law? Do you want to schedule naps? Be specific because this is going to lead us to the next step. Now it's time to ask yourself what needs to happen for you to make what you want reality. Again, seems simple, but so many of us just don't do this. Why? Because it feels uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable to ask for what you want because you're just not used to doing it all the time. And the more we practice asking for what we want, the easier it becomes. What do you think you can do to make things different? Remember, people cannot read our minds. You have to be the one who initiates this. You have to be the one who's the problem solver here. You also just know this. You might be told no. Let that be okay. At least you have information that will let you know what you want to do next. You can ask yourself, okay, they've said no to my request. How do I want to handle this? Do I want to figure something out? Do I want to, you know, get into negotiations? Like, how do I want to handle this? When it comes to other people, get specific about what action you want them to take. Talk to them specifically about what you would like them to do. So for the parent, for the parenting example, so you can tell your partner, hey, hon, I'd really love it if you would take out the garbage on Thursday nights before we go to bed so it's out on the curb early enough to be picked up on Friday. Notice how specific this is. Like Now, they may not do it. And watch your brain when this happens because any resentment or anger you feel, it does not have to be acted on. 
your brain, if they don't do it, might come up with all kinds of wild stories about why they're not doing it, what they think about you, all of that. That does not mean any of those stories are true, right? Our thoughts are just sentences in our mind. Equally true could be that they forgot because they're not used to taking the garbage out the night before. So allow yourself to feel the anger. Let it be okay. Then ask yourself, what is it that you want? And that could be enough to help you just be calm in that moment versus snap at your partner. Okay. That will then lead you to take better actions with them. So you might just make a gentle request versus saying like, I told you to take the garbage out (laughs) on Thursday night. Like just watch your brain. And then if you can feel the resentment and allow it to be okay and notice it, that could be enough to prevent an argument that night. And so for the example about what you want your practice or your life to look like, ask yourself what you can do, what you can do to start making the changes you want. It may be that you wished you had four hours a week to sit and think about your business instead of working in your business. How can you make that happen? What needs to change? It may be that you wished you had a successful business, you were making more money. So how can you make that happen? What needs to shift there? For me, I needed to teach myself the habit of waking up earlier so I could think about my business, right? Because that's what I needed to do because I was working in the legal profession full time. I was tired at the end of the day. I knew and I, I was like, okay, in the morning, I think more clearly, let's let's wake up a little early. I know it's going to be tough, but I'm going to teach myself this habit. It's going to be different for everyone because we all want different things. We just have to be willing to let ourselves have them, to tell ourselves it's okay and that you can make them happen. And when we feel resentful, it's really easy for us to freeze. Our brain does not get into problem-solving mode. And it doesn't try to get us out of resentment. We actually have to guide our brain out of resentment. What happens when we're resentful and angry is our brain just creates more things to be annoyed at and angry at. You suddenly start seeing all the reasons why you're angry, right? Your brain says, oh, I hate it when they do that. I hate it when I have to do this. I don't like this. I don't like that. Then you become the person who's angry about everything and you have no idea why you are so grumpy. So instead of doing that, what you can do is ask yourself, okay, I see you, you feel angry and resentful. What is it that you want and how do I make it happen? And if you want help getting clarity, thinking through your law practice, how you can make it better, how you can make it into something that you truly desire, that you jump out of bed for in the morning, let's work together. I help lawyers go from resenting their work and feeling overwhelmed to enjoying their practice and their life. One of my clients was telling me that just after a few sessions of us working together, he was noticing he was so much more calm at home. He noticed he was so much more patient with his children and he wasn't thinking about work constantly. And that was really what he wanted when he signed up for a strategy session was to find a way to create that kind of peace for himself at home. Everything else we're doing is gravy. We're working on making his practice streamlined, on raising his revenue and getting his calendar in order. 
This is amazing work that we get to do for ourselves, my friend. And I recommend it for everyone who wants that quality of life that just seems just a little out of reach right now, because you can do this. You are capable and you are ready. You can book a strategy session with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. All right, my friend, I will talk to you in the next episode. Until then, I hope you have a fabulous day. Bye. Bye.